Would you care to step outside? You did it today. Superman. I'm sorry, honey. You are here. The lasso of Hastia compels me to reveal the truth. I'm Batman. Meow. Warning, DC and RMD contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. What is up, everybody? It is time once again for DC on RMD, the Peacemaker Edition on Rain Man Digital. However you found us, thank you for finding us. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, leave those five-star ratings. I am your host, the one and only Bobby D, and with me in the studio, as always for Peacemaker, is Ryan. Yo. All right. So this week we'll be getting into episode, what are we at, six? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, episode six. Thanks. Episode six. Correct. <laughs> um, this one was, James Gunn was back behind directing, um, written by James Gunn also, and... Was this the best one we've seen? I I, I don't even want to like. <laughs> uh, I don't even. Gonna go zero to a hundred, huh? I, I, well, I mean, obviously, people have watched it. We can break down what happened during it. I just want to ask that question: um, Was this the best Peacemaker we've seen? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, I I have a I'm having a hard time believing that they can get better and better each episode. And I'm not I'm not saying that as trying to be negative. Because the show has been so good so far. I think you just said you looked up the rating. The show has an 8.5. Uh, yes. And this episode was a 9.0 um, uh, dude, on IMDb. I'm going to tell everybody listening right now. There's no way going into this. I thought this would be rated as high. I thought it would be decent, but I didn't think it'd be this good. And how much of that was because you thought the DC trolls would come out? P- pretty high, dude. Uh, everything that you and I go see. And then I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. This is this is decent. Gets absolutely murdered, right? Like, but I had hope because Suicide Squad was so good. It was. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That new Suicide Squad was great, and so I had high hopes. But I just I just didn't think it'd be this good. And it was one of those things. Like, I don't know if I was doubting John Cena. I don't know if I was doubting James Gunn. I don't know what it is. But I just I didn't think it'd be this good. And yes, I would say this is the best episode. So far. Okay, so I went to Rotten Tomatoes also. Okay. Oh, God. What do, what do, what do you think? Seven. Uh, it's, it's fresh. Of, it's out of 100%. Uh, 75. Okay. Am I close? Um, you, you are off by 20. Uh, what? It's 94. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> are you shitting me? I swear to God. Average tomato meter score for the critics. I'm not even talking. Oh, about, you're not even talking the audience. That's critics. Even, this is the critic score right now. No fucking For way. Peacemaker is 94%. No The, the average way. audience score is 86. That, uh, that makes sense. Typically the, the audience like. Well, typically on DC shit, the audience is like. 97 and then <laughs> yeah everything else is like in the 30s for the the critics yeah I, i'm i'm telling you james gunn has nude photos of people do you think that's what it is no i don't know i just don't under- i have nude I've photos ne- of people 
<laughs> Hopefully that gets you a, a Hollywood gig, buddy. Dude, I wish it would get me a Hollywood. I, I mean, I'm I don't a, think I'm ready for Hollywood. Pho- nude, maybe, nude, nude photos of yourself aren't going to get you very far. Maybe, maybe what if I'm, I leak I'm leak my dick pics and hopefully <laughs> what if I, I get what if I leak? What if I leak my own dick? I think it's really good. You leak your own dick every day. You pee. Oh, uh, <laughs> draining it, not leaking it. Well, I it hope, doesn't leak out of the side. It, I, hope, I, j- I hope you don't have a leaky dick either because that's an STD, buddy. <laughs> Single guy, Ryan. That's a bit. Hey, if you guys want to know about those bits, listen to our other shows. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So ninety four percent. That is crazy. I, I honestly that that shocked me. That's 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 uh, that is absolutely higher than what I thought. But and I think we've talked about this on previous shows. I mean, the the thing that Michael has always taught us about it. It's not about who's acting, who's doing this. It's the showrunner and the writers. Yeah, that usually make these things good, and obviously James Gunn has this superhero thing down at this. Point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's for sure. I mean, because what we're dealing with, and John Cena is a name, but you're still dealing with a bunch of no name actors. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, truly. And they, you know, if even if you look at Guardians, and that you're not dealing with a list stars until after the fact. You know, um, Chris Pratt was the fat guy, not Star Lord, right? And now that's that's all he is besides being in Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> besides fucking dinosaurs. Wait, he fucks dinosaurs? Yeah, it's the uh, the, the the Pornhub version. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, they, they don't. I mean, release that. So it's a weird let, universal, right? So, so let me let me let me let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Okay, so we we had a, a theory, right, that every episode he's going to mention some sort of other character right Mm -hmm. so you nailed it uh i think last week you said he was going to talk about wonder woman Mm -hmm. and he does he does saying that she uh quote unquote or or i'm paraphrasing i fucked him from across the room for an entire party and then he said he met the flash and he hates him right i think that quote unquote yeah uh I first of all, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of them wasn't I fucking him, but you know, whatever. Okay, one, you're a dude. Uh, that, and, well, and, that's and, not saying. Hold on, look, now. Look, 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 any girl that looks at you for a long period of time, you could have a fucking booger hanging out your nose, <laughs> and you just didn't know. You'd be like that. That chick wants to fuck me. Why is she staring at me so long? Uh, and little you know, you you just look like somebody that they thought I, you knew. I look like, yeah, I look like I, I just. I mean, re- remember the the girl at Comic Con that swore I was famous for things? Oh, that, like, that's right. Yeah. What? And she just kept staring at me, and I'm like, why is she staring at me? She's like, I know you from somewhere. Your beautiful blue eyes, I wouldn't forget. I'm like, ma'am. I if, forgot she said that. Remember? And I'm like, ma'am, if ma'am, you know me creepy. from anywhere, it's not because I'm on video. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, it's true. I'm, it's not because I'm on Pornhub, okay? Yeah. Ma'am. yeah. Not there. Is this what you saw? <laughs> Jesus. I, I hope that sound. I doubt the fucking... that is the sound that we would make, but no. thank you. Thank you for that. I heard it. I don't know if they heard it on. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, so this episode almost felt like we were leading to the season finale next time. Yeah, because of everything that they set up, I feel like I'm almost wondering what the season finale is going to look like because we have two more episodes left, and we end this week looking like we're going to a war yeah. as the butterflies have taken over. Um, 
the you know we see the dad get in his suit. Yeah, and, and then I, we basically see this version of Task Force going to fight. Yeah, I mean we we kind of knew that the suit had to be come into play. Obviously, they wouldn't show it like that if they weren't going to have it. So yeah, that, that's that's pretty pretty heavily you know implied. Um, that, dude, that scene where uh, Detective Song or now Goff uh-huh. is walking through the door and all the butterflies are flying around her, yo, okay. that was insane. And, and that, and again, what James Gunn is doing, and we talked about a little bit last week, he's not trying to reinvent the wheel. He's using what are classic like techniques and making it work in the situation that he's in. Um, yeah. Because if you think about like any kind of horror thing or anything like that, where the 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 invasions coming and the the leader is walking them down the thing and they just yeah. start taking over bodies, like you know, this is a true like body snatcher horror moment as those butterflies flew through, and you you see so many different ways of you know how gruesome and everything that it was. And my question to you right now is, yeah, we know that this the 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 lead quote unquote butterfly that is is starting this was John Cena's kind of pet yeah that was drawing the peace signs on um the jar and the everything. jar and everything and we know like Mern isn't a bad butterfly we know that there's good butterflies out there we got that explanation this week you know that, that like anything else there it's it's the few bad seeds that fucking ruin everything yeah <laughs> so with this like I kept questioning what is this war going to look like because we have these three factions that are ready to go at it. Yeah. And, you know, one of them's trying to take out a food source. One of them's trying to take out his son and then the butterflies and the butterflies are the wild card in the situation yeah. because in my head, I'm like, well, they, they, he treated them good. Everything else. If that's the leader, how is this war going to go down? Yeah. It's, it's really weird, man. Like there's, it's, it's, it, You've got the the dad trying to kill the son. You've got the son trying to kill the butterflies because that's his mission. And then you've got the butterflies trying to basically what take over the world. I guess air quotes. But but that's the thing is like with this group of butterflies, like what is their mission? End game. Yeah, it's really weird, man. Like it, it could go a bunch of different ways. I mean, do they use just the traditional alien invasion formula where it's like you know invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing? And but at, at, at what point with the butterflies? Like when we see those type of like classic. body snatcher type things it's like you know we find almost like starro if you kill starro the rest of the star you know the starfish are gonna go down yeah the rest of the patricks go down (laughs) (laughs) Um, i was like patrick i was like you're like uh yeah threw me off well it doesn't help that that's one of the names of yes the characters yes uh Uh, or uh, actors actors. i you know yeah i i think again it's we haven't seen Really, like, obviously, we know that the butterflies have a quote unquote cow, right? And we know that that's how they get their food source, but we really don't know what their end game is, right? Like, I also feel like the the, the golf or whatever the fucking butterfly that that peacemaker had was just doing that stuff to see if he could get released, 
Like, you know how, like... It's that Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, like playing it up to your captor or whatever. So maybe they they, uh, get caught off guard kind of thing. Yeah. Or... Or no, like you know, it's let their guard down. Yeah, yeah, and that, that they—I mean, again, another classic movie trait or TV trait is, you know, the captor. How how do I get out? I I, I either try to be angry. I appeal towards the. Yeah, I either yeah. try to be angry about it, or I try to do this, or I try to do that. So I um, I, I could see that, but again, when you're dealing with a character that doesn't talk. <laughs> right yeah right what do you do at this point yeah that makes it difficult i i think they set it up so well i mean even the the whole we see the conclusion to the diary you know what was set up yeah and you wonder like how shitty does adebayo feel Oh, dude! At yeah. this point, yeah, and and that and that's the thing, dude. That I mean, obviously, you know, that's a formula for TV in general. Two characters get close; one technically betrays the other, and then <laughs> it's a rift, right? That's that's just, that's just that's that's TV one hundred and one, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it, it's I, I'm I'm I want to see the 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 fallout from that, um. Because, you know, she, her and, and Peacemaker kind of were, like, hitting it off. Not like her, not him and uh, Economist, mm-hmm. but even still, like, they still had that kind of, like, camaraderie. So I'm interested to see the fallout from that. I mean, we we knew, you know, we know her mom is Waller. So, like, but we clearly see that she's not like her mom, yeah. right? She's a completely different character because Waller would have done it and felt nothing about it, right? Yeah. I would, I would have to think that Adebayo's like, fuck, you know, like she's going to be regretted, I think. Right. So uh, it's very interesting, you know, the dynamic with her and Peacemaker and like you see him, it's, it's so, it's difficult, right? Like he's, this character is changing in this show every episode. Right. And, but, but like, it's, well, he, it's not he, bad. It's, he's it's changing in for the, the fact, better. For the better, but the fact is, when when you're the, that person trying to make that change, and yeah. then you find out that someone betrayed you, basically. What, what am I doing this for? Like, I I I put my trust in you. I I put you know everything into you as a person to try to like be more personable, to to change, to ask questions, to learn from you. And then you're just like, well, here's a stupid diary well, that's going to fuck me at the end. Imagine, like, this is the thing I have to imagine, too. Like, Peacemaker's been doing this a long time, right? He's been going on missions. He's been doing this stuff, you know, these covert ops and shit. Like, I mean, he was at Suicide Squad. Like, he's been doing this a long time. You have to believe that as that character and as, like, what he does for a living, air quotes, like, he doesn't trust anyone. You can't trust anybody that has that job title, right? So for him to kind of start to trust the team and then have this happen is almost like a setback. Well, yeah, because you, you think back about that, the, the conversation he had with Hardcourt as she's trying to carve the piece, of a piece. Yeah. And he's just like, well, it's facing the left and it needs to face right or whatever he said. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know what? To be honest with you, I just don't want to kill anymore. Yeah. You know, that, that that's a telling scene in itself that he's starting to let that guard down and, yeah. and trust these people. And 
and again, there's probably going to be some kind of repercussion for it. But how do you do that in two episodes? Yeah. And where the next one just seems to be like, we're going to a big fucking fight. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, that's kind of where we're going. Like we have to go that route. There's got to have to like this next episode is going to have to be some action because we're, we're heading to on a storm front with, with three clouds about to intercept. Yeah. We're getting that perfect storm. Of- yeah. The shit coming. And, and dude, like, that's what I got to say about this show. And in each episode, there's more and more conflict that makes me want to see the next episode. More and more conflict that makes sense. Right. It's not just thrown in there for fucking conflict's sake, right? Yeah. It's thrown in there to make me go shit. Like, how are they going it, to? It's honestly, dude, I'm going to tell you, this is the way I'm going to equate it to. I used to watch Dexter all the time, right? Uh-huh. And every, it seemed like every episode, they would come up with this situation where it's like, fuck, how's he going to get out of this? Right? Like, it was always a, a, and I feel like that with this show. Yeah. I feel like they throw something in our lap and we go, fuck, how are they going to deal with that? And, and, and it's not, it's not crazy big stuff. It's just little conflicts that you go, oh shit. Okay. I'm interested. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and again, that I mean, when you're telling a story like that, that that's how this stuff is done. Yeah. And I'll compare it to something that I've been watching and catching up on was uh, TNT had Animal Kingdom, which is basically Point Break, like the TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they would always do that because they'd be out on a robbery or something's going on and something goes wrong. You're like, well, fuck, you know, here's our antiheroes. How the fuck are they going to get out of this type of thing? You know, it, it's that conflict. But again, it, it with this show, nothing is forced conflict. It's not about like a a black lesbian or you know an overweight white dude yeah. or, or you know a, a black alien. You know what I mean? Like in they don't bring the easy stuff into this as their conflict. It's no, it's 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 stuff that would really hurt any person that anybody would relate to. It's not about you know a, a gender, a race, or any of that crap. It's it's about, you know, again, somebody putting confidence into somebody and trust into that person and having that trust be taken away because of something else. And yeah. so, again, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, you know, with uh, Adebayo and, and Peacemaker in the yeah. last two episodes because, you know, that that is a big thing going on there that, you know, we don't really – I don't know. It's like, yeah, you have time for that conclusion at this point. I, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, again, I, I know I say this every episode, but it's just, it's a pleasant surprise. The whole, the whole thing we get every single week is a pleasant surprise is, is more and more just, damn, I did not expect this show to be this good. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. I, I, it also, I don't know if you caught this, um, but did you catch that out of bios from Gotham? Uh, did not. Yeah. So I, I, it's, it's in one of the scenes, but she's her and her, her uh, wife are from Gotham. Okay. So it's like, Oh, Gotham. Interesting. Obviously like it's it, dude, it, it, I don't know if I, that stuff gets me giddy because the possibilities as a fanboy, like I, I don't fanboy a lot, but like that stuff kind of gets me like I love the interconnected universe for for reasons like that for for little shit like that uh-huh. but at the same time like you and I have had that conversation of like the internet connected universes can be like 
it can be a detriment. So, but yeah, in one of the scenes, she, uh, I forget which one, but yeah, they're from Gotham. Pretty cool. You know, and, and you wonder what the momentum is on this show. Um, and I'm trying to find some numbers here. Yeah, I, w- I would be curious what the numbers are. Um, but from a January 26th article on Sci-Fi, um, Peacemaker is the most streamed show in the world over Witcher and Boba Fett. What? And that was three weeks ago. So that could change just because we know, like, spoiler alert, um, stuff happened finally in Boba Fett in the last couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Um, so and if you want to hear about that, go over to our uh, From the Back to Tank show, and you can probably listen to them break that down. But the, the fact is Boba Fett probably wasn't doing as, as good. Mm-hmm. But uh, it says domestically Peacemaker, the series, saw its biggest increase in demand last week, experiencing a 159% increase in viewership. Wow. Do you think that's one of those things where it's like the word of mouth is spreading for this show? But it's so weird because me and you are pretty connected to nerddom. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. We, we, not, not just ourselves, but our friends that we follow, the, the people from our Twitter, yeah. you know, our Facebook, our Instagram. It's not like anybody's talking about this. They're talking about how shitty they think Boba Fett is. That, it's very true. It's, but again, maybe it's just one of those things. Maybe there's a, uh, a stigma around being a DC fan that is just like, I don't want to say anything because I just don't want to hear about like, well, congratulations. They did a show well, but your connected universe, the DCEU is bullshit. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you know, it's one yes. of those it's one of those things. It's uh, almost like when I was younger and it'd be like, "Y'all fucking bring it on is a fucking excellent <laughs> t- uh, television. It's a cheerleading thing. Yeah, it's fucking fun I, yeah, to watch. I said that about Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah Pitch, like, Pitch Perfect. Like those are like, those those things. Um, uh, mean Girls. Yeah. Those are those things that, like, most people aren't going to go out and brag about until you hear other people. I mean, shit, like, you know, Ryan, even me and you, like, as our, our friendship, yeah, you know, before when we first became friends, it wasn't because of softball. It was like we had this nerdum thing that was basically closeted. Yeah, it, it was and weird. And now it's become, you know. Mainstream. Mainstream. We went to Comic-Cons with, you know, 20,000 people, and now it's, you know, 100,000 people, and we can't get tickets anymore. Yeah, it's weird, dude. Like, it. I feel like it's it, it's. I, did, I didn't know those numbers, by the way. Neither, um, neither did I. I just wanted nuts. to see what it was. And I'll see if I can find more recent thing. But I mean, uh, twenty six is two weeks ago. That's still fucking good. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. And like, it, it. I think it is. I think there is that stigma, dude. Like, I feel like. I feel like if it says DC on it before it 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 has this stigma. And it's unfortunate because this show is gold. Like this show is gold. It, like, and you know, this episode, like you said earlier, this is definitely the best episode we've had so far. Um, and maybe it's that word of mouth, maybe whatever, but like, look, I don't care if it says DC Marvel vertigo. I don't care what it says, dude. Like uh, it, it's good. It's just fucking good. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing about I think the the separation in the fandoms. It's always, you know, whether it's Trek or Wars or DC and Marvel. There's always those things that people are always going to be like, "Well, they suck because of this." Yeah, like, I just, uh, dude, like, 
It's just like, yeah, enjoy what you enjoy. Like, who cares? If you like Witcher, it's a video game. Chill out. If, if you like Lock and Key, if you like, you know, those things, like the things that you like. Don't like, you don't know. listen to what people say. Don't dude. listen to pe- what, yeah, people say. So, but, um, uh, I mean, but with these kind of numbers, you got to figure HBO is going to green light. Uh, they have to. I mean, a lot of these things that are coming out from Yahoo and some of these articles I'm looking at right now is Peacemaker's a hit and creator says there's a really good chance for season two. And if James Gunn says there's a chance for season two, that means he's on board. And if he's on board, that probably means Cena and everybody else is on board because again, it's weird. I, I keep joking that James Gunn has naked pictures of people, but man, it's a cult of James Gunn. If you're one of his people, you're one of his people. Yeah. I think that's the thing, dude. Like you, you definitely, um, you have a recipe here to have, you know, some success here. And, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, if this becomes a hit, like it, I mean, it is, let's be honest. It is a hit. Um, but yeah, you've, you've got, you've got a recipe here and I think it makes it even more, you know, they were talking about spinning off another character and gun was going to write that. I mean, is that instantly greenlit? Like, I feel like it at this point, why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we are at that situation to where, and again, if you guys aren't familiar with the whole like DC situation that's going on, is it, is it JJ that has the dark universe, you know, with all them? And I think he has an HBO deal. There's a, a detective thing for Gotham. There's a TV show for CW coming out called Gotham Knights that has to do with Batman and Bruce Wayne's death. And them trying to figure out who killed Batman. Like, it's so segregated. You always wonder what is that the problem with what's going on here? And, you know, with HBO being kind of the home of DC at this point, at least the home of anything decent DC. um, What did you find? You look weird. Or is that something else? Uh, I was just looking out to see when the Batman comes out. Oh, uh, March 4th. Yeah, I just yeah, that's what I was okay. Um, <laughs> but well, I yes, and then I looked up. It said the Batman cast, and then for some reason Ben Affleck is mentioned in the cast. So yeah, that blew that that just that was, was like, where my face came I, from. Sorry. I was like, I'm I'm watching him on our cameras, and I was like, why is he? Uh, I'm <laughs> like, I thought you had something late breaking. News. No, no, no. It was just weird to me because I was on Wikipedia, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's Wikipedia. We could me and you. Can well, it's Batman. not technically Wikipedia, okay. so it's it's uh. Like it's the, you know how, when you do it through uh Google yeah and that's like, he was, his face popped up and I'm like, what the fuck? He's not supposed to be in the movie. Anyway, sorry. Completely, yeah. completely sidetracked. That threw me off. My bad. Yeah. All right. But the, the fact is with the DC shows, you got to keep hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. And you just wonder how fast can James Gunn be available and put out because <laughs> what, what, what we're dealing with here, it isn't like a dude that uh, has nothing going on. No, he's he's a busy dude, man. He's got he's got Guardians three. He's got that holiday special Guardians thing he's working on. He's got some stuff like, and I was I'm looking at the uh, is Starsky and Hutch is going to become a TV show again. Uh, what? A Wiley e. Coyote screenplay that he wrote. Guardians of the Galaxy dude. three. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Dude, the guy's on fire right now. Like everything he touches is basically gold. And, and it, it, you know, we talked to, you know, 
This episode was written by him and directed by him. And it shows, right? It shows. And I think, um, the guy, the guy clearly knows what he's doing. I, I mean, I hope there's a season two. I, I, I feel like there has to be at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't care if it's two years from now, three years from now at this point. Um, I, I would, I would almost rather him take the time and then hand it off to somebody else and then be like, just be a producer and, and give ideas. And yeah. Stuff. Instead of like how nightmare before Christmas is like Tim Burton's nightmare before Christmas. It's like, yo brother didn't do a damn thing on no, it. his name. Up. His name's on there. They just didn't want to put Disney on top because they were yeah. scared. Um, so with this, like, I want to get back to the suits. Okay. When they were putting it on him, that thing looked legit. Yeah, dude, it was definitely like, like I did not expect that whole dressing him down scene. Yeah. Uh, for him. Uh, and so we were interested to see how this suit fit and we finally get the white dragon and it was weird. Like they wanted to make them clan members, but they put like pillowcases with horns. Yeah. Well, and I, and, and I, I understand why they did it, obviously, because he has the two horns. I on understand, yeah. but it was just weird. Like at first, it was like, "What are these fucking trick or treat costumes?" Yeah, like? they look like they look like ghost masks. Like they look like they were wearing a ghost on their head. Um, yeah, that was a little weird, um, but it was funny. I mean, that, that's the whole point, right? It's supposed to be goofy. Yeah, because because these are, in my opinion, these are comedic characters because they're fucking idiots, right? Well, yeah. Anybody that thinks like that's a fucking idiot. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how to combat racists? Make them look like idiots. Make them look like morons. I mean, they do that in every movie, dude. Like, like, look at Indiana Jones. He made them all look dumb when he opened the Ark of the Covenant, and they all melted. Like <laughs> Nazis, they all look like a bunch of morons. Like, so it, yeah, if you if you, yeah if you want to you want to take the power away, you make people look stupid. make them look stupid, dude. It, well, dude, it's it's same thing in, in Harry Potter. What they do to that fucking boggart? Ridiculous. Like, they made it look stupid. <laughs> that was the whole point, right? Um, yeah. But 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 the costume overall yeah, it's dope. is probably one of the better costumes we've seen out yeah. of any of it in a while. So I, I agree with that. Like it looks legit. It looks, and I think for us, and, and I can, sp- I feel like I could speak for both of us when it comes to like costumes and stuff for for TV shows or or DC or anything like that. It's got to look legit, right? Like. When oh, you look at, oh yeah, remember because when Aquaman's costume showed up and he's like, "Yo, he's in fucking jeans." Yeah, <laughs> and, right. And that we saw at Comic Con, and, and then he gets the fucking traditional costume, and we're like, "I remember seeing that in the movie." I was like, "That's fucking yeah. sick." Like, like I realized why you put him in jeans on the well, the, the Comic Con stage. Th- there's just certain costumes that you're like, "There's no way they can do that in real life." And then they do Black Manta, and you're like, "Fuck, that looks sick," and it's supposed to be goofy looking. Yeah, and it's like so with this, like the costume, it, it, and that's the other thing, guys, like. One thing you got to remember is that when they make a costume like that and it's on a mannequin, it looks different than it's when it's on somebody. So, like, that's the other thing. Like, um, they can put it on a mannequin and it could look dope, right? It could look legit. And then if you put it on someone's body and it, the proportions don't don't accentuate that person's body. Or you can't move your neck. Or, like you, <laughs> yeah, or you can't move your neck. It doesn't make any fucking sense, right? And and I'm so by the way I'm so glad they fixed that and this, <laughs> but whatever that's a whole other point but that that's a thing like that is I know it sounds dumb and it, it but it is it's absolutely a thing the costume looked like he could run around and fucking go to town on people right like and that was 
that was important to me, like, because that shit takes me out of it. It's, it's like, it's like, uh, like the one scene a couple episodes, episodes ago where Peacemaker was trying to put a shirt on. Yeah. Well, he's fucking huge. Right. So putting a shirt on like that, that's tight like that. It's probably hard as fuck. So it was funny to see that. So when they put a costume on a, on a, on a mannequin like that, it, it, it can look dope. But when it finally goes on a person, it's like, is it going to fit correctly? And it did. It looked fucking cool. Like, I, I mean, I feel bad saying that because he's a racist piece of shit. And it's like, oh, your costume's cool as shit. It's, it's not like you're like, I endorse this man. He has I, got a cool, cool he's costume. He's got a cool costume. It makes him okay with me. Yeah. No, it, no, absolutely not. Uh, I'm going to go get me a pillow hell yeah. with horns. Hell yeah. I'm going to go fuck my sister. Like, no, dude. Hell it's, yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Uh, America. Uh, no, it's just, dude, it was like, it was cool. It was cool looking. Why would call him white dragon? That's like half white and half Asian. That don't make sense. <laughs> he would have said Oriental. Uh, yeah, those are rugs. They are. Yeah, those are rugs <laughs> for your house. That's but yeah, so that that's all. I always look at like that. I, I always look at things like that and, and and try to figure out, you know. And I think you said it, Bob. Like it was cool looking, and we were curious what it looked like on him. Well, and I think watching them like dress him in it. Like gave it some like movement and some feeling without actually seeing it in action. Yeah, and I, dude, is that something that we're we're like missing in movies where it's like, okay, you have to put that motherfucker on. Like, how are you gonna put that on? Right? Like, <laughs> it, it's like it's the same thing. Like with Batman, is Alfred fucking him, sliding him into those the like, it, it, dude? It, but, it, but like, if you remember, I think it was Batman eighty nine. They had like the the scene of like slapping the fucking gauntlets on and yes, all that other stuff. I, yeah, I mean, they didn't get him into the wetsuit or the Jordans, but <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I always that's I feel like we're missing that because you look at these costumes and, and it's like, how the fuck did you get that on? Yeah, like, coming from a dude that's like, hey, can, can you tie my vest? Yeah, exactly. Do you see, <laughs> dude? You've seen it firsthand, like. Yeah. So no, I, I I did like that scene. That was that was uh, you know. Well, it just gave it some movement, and I think again with James Gunn and the way he has selected music and everything else that goes along with it, and yeah. and, and having that that hard rock eighties, you know, the soundtrack's dope. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's you you appreciate the music and everything that's going along with yeah. it. And it. And it creates a mood as we were getting through those final scenes, like we talked about. And I think that's what this show has done the best is, mm-hmm. is create a mood for you. Now, I want to get back to costumes real quick, because yeah. I, I did see James Gunn tweet out because they were talking about vigilante and how he always wears his fucking glasses when his things off. And yeah. they asked him if the lens in the vigilante has, has, has prescription. Yeah. And he said, yes. Okay. Dude, I was wondering about that. It's like, so you funny. You wonder if that's that. intentional or yeah. James Gunn just being like, I'm not going to give into these internet trolls because James Gunn is one of those people that will answer everybody. He's yeah. He is very good about it. And so like on Twitter, if you have legitimate questions, he will probably get back to you at some point. Yeah. He, he is good about answering people. I mean, he does it with all his, movies um uh, but that is actually something i was <laughs> i was curious about i was like that motherfucker doesn't have time to put you know contacts in right so <laughs> you just see him like in a scene like, honestly dude if they'd have done that i'd laugh my ass off or, or like a concussion thing goes off he's like fuck i lost my contact yeah. <laughs> it's just like floating around in the dude, dude it would be so funny like that that'd be funny like i would be like hold on guys i gotta put my contacts in like he's putting it in his mouth to get it like wet <laughs> uh yeah, that would be funny, but no, that's, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, right? Like, it's prescription. He's got a prescription lens in there. Like, it's fucking great. Okay, so 
I want to get back to the beginning of this episode where it seemed like everybody on the team knew about the butterfly other than Adebayo and Peacemaker at this point. What what is that leading to, in your opinion? Because we talked about it last week, you know, where I said this is following the formula. The team comes together. uh, The team comes together. They unite. There's going to be some conflict, which we figured was going to be Mern. And I didn't realize that he was going to be like everybody knew. Like, yeah, I didn't. The, I didn't the, see that coming. Economists and fucking hardcore both knew, but you know beforehand. Um, also, I love Steve Agee's like thing, like la la la. Dude, I'm not listening. I'm not, dude. That's me with anything. Uh, I don't. If I don't know, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, that's like that's me playing Tarkov. If I don't look to the left, there's nobody. There's there. nobody there. <laughs> Just if, keep running. If I can't see them, they're not there. It's how yeah, it's how it works. It's, Invisibility yeah. cloak, <laughs> Expelliarmus, um, <laughs> turned into a Harry Potter show. Uh, yeah, no, I. It, it's like you said. It's following that formula where, you know, they come together. There's going to be some conflict that that tests the bond of the team. Um, I, I didn't see that coming though. I didn't see that where like everyone knows except for Autobio and Peacemaker. And I was like, uh, okay. Everybody knows. Well, they, they were just so okay about it. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, he's a butterfly. Wait, what? You knew? Well, yeah, you didn't. Yeah. It's like, what? Um, no, I, I didn't see that coming. And it kind of caught me off guard. And I think they did that for a reason. They, they kind of like made the audience feel what Adebayo and like, like what they were feeling. Did you think hardcore was a butterfly also? No, I know. I, I didn't, I didn't once at once. But yeah, I'm just saying that like at that, that, that beginning. Oh, you know, like maybe she was because she knew and she was protecting him. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I mean, she didn't act like it per se. Cause we've seen a huge transformation in attitude and stuff. Yeah. And it always makes me wonder as we saw the butterflies take over, like how like communication skills and all that other stuff. Yeah. Some of them are, are like, do they're we aliens? Ha- they don't speak like a human being, but do we have a pecking order? Because Mern speaks like, so is he like a higher like being than the other butterflies that were running around like zombies? I, yeah, it's possible. Or maybe he's just spent enough time in that body around humans to know how to, interact with humans like a normal person okay you know like that that's kind of my head you know how we come up with head cannon head shit? cannons that he he's been in a body long enough he's that been, he's like yeah These are the vocal cords i can make sounds it, oh, 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 oh. exactly like he's been in the Why body did i do a, if you're i don't the know video, you, like i was doing a milking thing like, i was like are you choking like, on a dick what like was he that? was milking the vocal cords to make them work okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not how vocal cords work no it's not it's no. not a fucking marionette um yeah, so I I have that like that kind of head cannon where it's like okay he's probably been in this body for a while, like he knows how to interact with human beings. It's like he spent more time with humans, so he knows how humans act. I feel like a lot of these butterflies they they acquire a body and then they don't interact with humans. So how the fuck do they know how to act? Right, like that's what I feel like. Um, also, I just got to point this out: those black jeans that Harcourt is in. Are, <laughs> oh my god, dude. Sh- so hot. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. All right. Yeah, it was just something that, you know, I just I I notice every episode and I'm like, wow. Well, was, if I'm gonna be in black jeans, I'm gonna be in black jeans that make my ass look good. Dead dude, it looks great. She yep. Uh that's all I'm gonna say about that. 
<laughs> All right. We'll go to a break. No, not really. Um, wow, she... Uh, she's hot? No, I'm saying if she's been... No, no, she's hot. She, yeah, no, she is hot. She's been nude and stuff, too. Wait, wait, she was in Brightburn? She was in American Pie Presents the Book of Love, naked. Damn, dude. Uh, she's been on a lot of stuff. Sisterhood, her butt. Wait, are, wait, are you on what I think you're on? What? No, I'm, I'm, I'm look, just looking at nudes. You're on Mr. Skin. No, I'm not. I, I, was looking, I, I just typed her name in and put nude. Uh, Doing uh, what I do because I didn't know who she was. Leave me alone. I'll look at that later. Uh, uh, he will look at that later, guys, by the way. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it, it, look, I got a reputation on this network to keep up. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, Mr. Skin. Um, But so... My other question for you is, you know, we, we, we see like the zombie like takeover of these bodies. All these people are dead. Like yeah. I, I just like the, the butterfly thing to me is more interesting to see how like the exit strategy. We figure Peacemaker is going to fight his dad. And I have a feeling that the way that Peacemaker is going and how he made the whole speech about I don't want to kill anymore, that he's not going to kill his father and his father's just going to end up in jail again. Yeah. Um, you know, because that would kind of defeat the purpose of Peacemaker growing. Like, Dad, leave me alone. And he just fucking shoots him. <laughs> um, he'd be like, oh, well, again, it's James Gunn. So who the hell knows um, when it comes to that? But it, like with the butterfly thing, it's just like, I don't know how this is going to work. We obviously seen them basically have their own flight things, like these little drones that they're flying around in. Like, are we just going to see some kind of mass exodus at this point and yeah. then a bunch of dead bodies everywhere? Because I don't think there's a comeback. No, I, yeah, I think once a, a butterfly is in your head, you're done. Like, it's <laughs> over. Like, you're, you're not. There, there's no exit strategy. No, yeah, it's out the front of your face. <laughs> like, yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's, there's any coming back from that, dude. Like, once they're in your body and in your head, it's, it's, you're going to have a high body count then. Yes. Well, I mean, we already do. How many motherfuckers did he blow up in that fucking? True. <laughs> like, dude, I, I look. I'm okay with that. Like, I, again, it's it's it, look. I, gratuitous violence is okay as long as it makes sense for like the character committing the gratuitous violence. Like, uh, you know, it's like watching vigilante kill a bunch of people. Like, yeah. it makes total sense. Like, the guy's a fucking psychopath. Like, yeah. No, I'm okay with it. It's just, yeah, I, I think, I, I, for, as far as I can tell, dude, as soon as a, a butterfly's in your head, you're dead. Like, <laughs> you're basically a zombie at that point. So, is this the? <laughs> I was like, isn't this the beginning of Starship Troopers? Uh, the would bugs, you like, the would you like to know more? <laughs> <laughs> the bugs take over. Yeah. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say, kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> how many references have we fucking hit this movie this uh, episode it's what we do best yes um i just wish those tattoo machines really existed god how amazing death from above how amazing not that tattoo but yeah but yes yeah just be able to put it done done oh fuck i wish that was a thing yeah now it's fucking eh, 17 hours later yeah um I don't know. I think we're leading into the, the last two episodes to probably answer a lot of questions and probably open up a bunch more. Yeah, I, I um, think so, especially too. Especially if they are setting up more of an expanded James Gunn universe. I feel like we're going to see things like I what if they did like a rat catcher series? Dude, I'd watch it. Like I, I was think, I was thinking about like because we had that conversation that there was 
a, a, a possibility that we could get a second series coming out of Suicide yeah. Squad. Yep. And in my head, you know, we talked about King Shark. The, you know, well, yeah, it just brings Dave, Steve Agee back because he was King Shark. Did you, did you know that? Wait, he, he he was the guy that played the body, right? Yeah, he was yeah, the yeah. body, and yeah. Sly was the voice. Um, Yay! <laughs> mustache <laughs> on my arm. <laughs> nom um, nom. <laughs> but you know, we, you know, we we talked about um, uh, Eldris uh, coming back. Yeah, we talked about that. Ratcatcher would be dope. But I was trying to think of more of a secondary character because you got to think that. Well, you you know, we're not going to see a Harley Quinn. It we're, ain't Margot Robbie. You, you, you know, it we, ain't Idris Elba. Yeah, Elba's probably not going to come back for that, that. That dude's on top right now. There's absolutely no way. What if? And again, uh, spoiler alert: If you never read comics, Rick Flag isn't dead. Uh, dude, okay, so so I love Rick Flag. Yeah, he dead. yeah he's he's technically not dead. Not yeah, he dead. does he doesn't die. Um, dies in the comic. Yeah, he comes Dive. back. Yeah, there's these secrets. I don't know if I'm whispering enough. Get yeah. Can you game. keep no keep whispering? <laughs> what are we doing as ASMR, ASMR now? Yeah. It's just you guys. My, Mike has my gate really really high. <laughs> it is hard for me to get through <laughs> while whispering. It's um, like whisper yelling. Um, I, yes, it is. So get over here. Now. Oh my god. <laughs> awful um one rat catcher would be dope uh the girl that played her was was really good in that movie rick flag would be sick uh i love joel kinnaman but i also feel like that character would be kind of the same as peacemaker so unless you do it as an ensemble show I, where did, he's constantly put like task like it maybe it could be task force x task force x and then you you know we're basically running fucking a team missions god dude i would fucking love every episode is a different dude, like, and, and you do imagine you could bring Diablo and some of the characters back from the original bro it'd be so good you slap Will Smith in there as Deadshot <laughs> he comes in for one episode just so everyone's like can shut the fuck up about why Deadshot's not in this movie like yeah it, dude it would be cool because Task Force X is always revolving and it, not every mission is the same team right like at least that's the way I gather it from the the, the DCEU yeah, um, and again, if James Gunn was good enough to run this show like this, imagine if he was to run like a Task Force X show with Rick Flagg being in the, <sighs> the helm and being able to, to use his clout to pull over people I, like you gotta that. You got to stop because I'm going to get my hopes up and it ain't going to happen. And it's going to be some like it's it's not going to be Polka Dot Man. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> it ain't going to be Captain Boomerang. Flashpoint. Ah, God damn it. Here Bring them go. all back. There we go again. Isn't that the DC's reset button? Yeah, don't do Marvel has it too. Oh, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying Flashpoint is uh, DC's control alt delete. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, it's a it's a cool control alt delete like, if they do it right. Uh, it's a cool control alt delete. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know, man. I, I Ratcatcher would be cool. Um, and dude, and the thing is, she has a history with Peacemaker at this point. Right. I mean, so. It, it, that could be a thing. Um, it, it, Rick Flag, same thing. It would be amazing to see what this the finale, like the two episodes from now, Dude, brings. It's got to be good. Like they're they're going to be like, it, like balls it, to the if, wall, if, right? If, if if this was the idea, does he have something in the can that is ready to show, like a mid credit scene of somebody, like say it's Rick Flag coming back, <sighs> and, I, it, and it's just been a secret the whole I, time. I, I, let, I, let me let me see. I'm gonna do a little Google real quick. I want to see what Joel Kinnaman's doing. 
Like, like it, right now? It, well, yeah. I, I, hey, is I, he yeah. unfind my friends for you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm that close with him. Him and I are like, we're like besties. You know, I'm just going to ask. Is, is it, is it uh, Task Force X? Yeah. My, Michael just walked through the studio and told us he's in a TV show Stop right now. I'm ruining my Google, Mike. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> he's trying to hope. Yeah, I'm trying to hope that he's going to be back. Uh, let's see. Television. He's in the in the in treatment. That's the name of the show. In treatment, like Betty Ford. <laughs> uh, eight episodes. Maybe he dies in that and comes back. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, Why well, you got to ruin my fucking hopes and dreams? Uh, well, you know, it doesn't mean he can't. It, That's it, true. That's true. It, just because he's doing a TV show doesn't mean he can't do a TV show after this. And again, I, I've said it a hundred times. James Gunn somehow has a way of making people do things. He, he, he does. He make John Cena, Maybe he's a butterfly. He made John Cena run around in that fucking Peacemaker costume while everybody else was dressed Dude, normal. He made Peacemaker wear tidy whities in Suicide Squad with his big old dong in there. Well, if, I, I mean, you're talking to a wrestler and a bodybuilder. I'm pretty sure he's been in less. That's very true. Now... One last thing before we go to our break and come back for um, our final thoughts is I want to talk about John Cena and his shockingly good musical talent there. Uh, Dude, I Um, feel like every time Cena does something and I'm like, what? Like, I just feel like the dude is so talented and I feel like we, we've seen him. For, I said this last episode. We've seen him so long, right? We've seen him for so long as a, as a, a, a one dimensional character mm-hmm. that when we see him do these other things, it's shocking. It's shocking that the motherfucker can speak Mandarin. It's one of the hardest languages to learn, right? Chinese, like Mandarin, fucking hard. Uh, playing a piano. What? Uh, you can play the piano? Well, yeah, because I, at first when he's playing the piano, and I was like, he ain't playing the piano. That motherfucker is just sitting there with his hands like on the thing, and they're shooting over the shoulder from behind or whatever, and he's not doing anything. And then they show his fucking giant sausage fingers <laughs> pushing the keys. I was like, yo, that man is fucking actually playing the piano. So I, I looked it up, and he's just like, I think he said he spent over like 200 hours on the keyboard to learn how to play piano and that he's been doing it for a long time that there's actually the, if you guys don't know um, history of John Cena, John Cena was engaged to one of the Bella twins. He was on an EW or an an E show. I almost said EW, Um, you know, reality show with her. Um, you know the total bellas or whatever they were called and when the bella twins uh instagram it was an instagram or youtube channel hit a million subscribers he released a video of him playing the pixies where is my mind on the fucking piano it's mind-boggling dude and and so like i went down this whole rabbit hole (laughs) of trying to figure out if it was john cena or a a body double yeah or, or like Again, uh, 
Boba Fett, if you haven't watched, they deep faked a really good character. And I'm not going to yeah, say the uh, character. We're not going to spoil that. Um, but I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, Disney's deep faking characters and DC is deep faking fucking sausage fingers on some <laughs> piano player. Um, so, so John Cena can look like he's playing the piano. And then as that scene continued, I was like, that motherfucker's a lot more talented than I thought. And yeah. obviously a lot more dedicated to things. Because he played that, you know, home sweet home on the fucking piano. And yep. I, I mean, I don't care how many takes it took or what it was. It looked like one continuous shot. Yeah. And it was fucking excellent. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think the more we find out, the more I have mad respect for the guy. Like to go from what he where he came from to where he's at now. You almost don't want him to go back to wrestling. At this I don't point. Dude, I don't give a shit if he ever comes back to wrestling. If he keeps doing this and is this good, I, I'm down. Like. I, I'll cut the guy some slack, dude. Like I, I, I legitimately think, and I'm going to go out on the limb and say this, that he might be better. He's definitely better than the rock. Down, hands down. The rock plays the rock. Yeah. Uh, he's close to being better than Batista. Um, Batista's pretty good. Um, Batista's also got a lot more roles. Yes. And that's, that's why the, uh, there's a, there's obviously, you know, a, a, a a gap there, like a separation, but yeah, man, I, I, the more I, the more I learn about the guy and the more that I watch him evolve as an actor, I'm like, you know, I got, I got, I don't care if he goes back to wrestling ever again. No, I really don't give a shit. Do you really need to break Ric Flair's fucking no. world championship thing at this point? Maybe because like three years from now, after you've done peacemaker season three, <laughs> you're accomplishing so much in, in what is more of a broad spectrum yeah. of things than, yep. You know, the wrestling niche and, you know, I don't, it's not like WWE's behind him on this at all, um, where they're, they promote the shit out of the rock. They're not like going, uh, if you guys want to see John Cena, go watch Peacemaker on HBO Max, like they do for the rock. When it's like Fast and the Furious 94 is out, (laughs) go drink fucking Tremaine tequila and Terramana and Zoa and get the energy drink. It's my uh, pride. It's my power. uh, Under Armour drops Tuesday. It's, it's, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, the more I have mad respect for, for John Cena. And I, I think I've got way more respect now, you know, just seeing him play this character. Yeah. Pretty, pretty damn fucking good. No, the, 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 the man is doing his job well. Yep. And with that, we are going to take a quick break for the audio version. If you're watching on video, guess what? It's fake. Just like my... I don't know where I was going to go. With We're that. recording still. I know we are. All right. We'll be right back. Free stuff is awesome. But free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off. And then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout. And you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts. Including a sexy item for him. A sp- special toy for her and a third item you'll both enjoy and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine pique your curiosity Mm. and even blow you away plus free shipping always sent in discreet packaging go to adamandeve.com now get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code rainman again that's rainman because without it no free stuff that's rainman at adamandeve.com all right we are back time for final thoughts 
Okay. I'm going to go first. Oh. I think I've always sent you first. Yeah. You, yeah. I, yeah. Um, Ryan, go first. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I'm ready. I have my score. I mean, there's only two of us, so it's not like. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and steal everything I'm going to say. No, I'm not going to steal anything. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I started it off with my final thoughts. This was the <laughs> yeah, best we went, we went zero to 100. The best, the best episode ever. And, like, when it comes to Peacemaker and probably yeah. one of the better um, superhero shows I've fucking seen. Um, and sure. that includes uh, things that I thought were outstanding. You know, some of the Winter Soldier that we covered. Um, yeah. Uh, Loki. Uh, Wanda, like some of those episodes are just fucking excellent as far as creating a a feeling. And this was right up there with those. So I'm going to go right off the bat and give it a 94. Damn. Okay. I mean, it, it, there, there's rewatchability in there. Like, I think it's one of those things. And it wasn't like a huge like action type thing. There was some cool scenes, but there was a lot of emotion that came to it at the end yeah. that I think helped it out a, a ton. It yeah. was like you, you had the rate of the trailer. You had these things, you know, you, you had these characters, but the, the development of what was going on and the fact that there's an anticipation going into the next episode because there's a fucking war of brewing. Yeah, I, no, I, so to, to to just kind of piggyback right off you, I was going to give it a 93. So I just, this show, I, I say it every fucking episode, but it's surprisingly good and it's getting better. And I didn't think that could happen. Um, the, 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 some of the visual effects in this show are fucking outstanding. Like I said, when, when Song or Goff is walking through the door and there's butterflies, like, dude, I was losing my mind. It looked so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, just like overall. The, the costume going the, into the yes, dimension with the dad so, as he opened it up. It's, dude, it's mind-boggling. Like, it, this show, it may not be being talked about, but clearly people are digging it. And I think that's the best part for me. Yeah, this, this is a 93. This is by far... The best episode we've got of Peacemaker, and like you said, it definitely, blo- like, I wouldn't say blows away, but it's pretty fucking high up there against other shows. And yeah, but- I just, I'm so far, dude, I am so excited for the last two episodes. And I have to sneeze. You tried to hold that in, buddy. I tried so bad, dude. Like, you're on camera right now, and it looks like you just shit your pants trying to hold that sneeze. <laughs> so close. Oh, I was like right in mid talk and it's like, Hey, you're going to sneeze asshole. <laughs> I'm so weird. Coronavirus. I got the Rona. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely. Isolate that sneeze <laughs> and just have it play over and over again. God damn it. Um, <laughs> you like how I said, I'm going to sneeze as I'm sneezing. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Anyways. Uh, no, I, I definitely. I'm pleasantly surprised. I say it every episode, but it, th- this show is uh, is so fucking good. And the next two episodes, I, I think I, I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna make a prediction. These next couple episodes are gonna be zero to hundred. Like I, I just I have a feeling that the next one and the one after the, the finale are gonna be fucking off the chain. I'm just I just have a feeling. Um, okay. And I think they're gonna be fucking awesome. Well, I'm gonna go home and watch because uh, it released today, and yes. uh, you go home and get your vaccination card because you got fucking Corona. <laughs> Stupid. Um, you also want to know how we are different than every other fucking network. We won't cut that out. 
No, that'll stay in the that show. That'll stay in the show because we do live fucking radio. We don't do podcasting <laughs> as it's traditionally known to where we would have stopped the show. So if you like that, go to patreon.com slash Digital. Give Ryan a dollar for his sneeze. <laughs> Stupid. All right. That'll do it for today's episode. This week's episode. We will be back next time. Remember, you can go to DCONRMD.com to catch up on all past future episodes. Talk to you guys later. Who are you, bitches? Mother of God. Would you look at the time when you came here? You had an hour. 